I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And just a uh, programming note uh, for tomorrow, a special edition of the movie show. So no Inside Sources tomorrow on Wednesday. But make sure you set your clock for Thursday, Christmas Eve at 1 p.m. We are going to have a special Inside Sources Christmas show and uh, have some great things lined up for you. Uh, some really interesting insight from from ex- some extraordinary folks, and uh, you don't want to miss that as you're out doing your last-minute shopping, wrapping a few presents, or uh, in the kitchen making some food. Uh, make sure you uh, join us on KSL News Radio. You can do that with the uh, KSL News Radio app powered by Any Hour Services. You can download that so that uh, you won't miss a thing, especially when the schedule is a little bit of a holiday schedule. Uh, so again, no inside sources tomorrow. A uh, special edition of the movie show tomorrow, and then on Christmas Eve, one p.m. Uh, special inside sources uh, Christmas edition. So join us for that uh, coming up here on KSL News Radio. Well, as we uh, continue to see how things are are playing out across the country, uh, when I was having my conversation with Lee Lonsberry and talking about some of the hindsight from 2020 or our 2020 hindsight, that uh, I love the fact that he focused on space. Uh, that 2020 will be marked as a great era of innovation. And American innovation and ingenuity uh, is alive and well, folks. Uh, We saw that with the uh, pursuit of space. We saw that with the pursuit of a vaccine for the coronavirus. And it's just one of those things where you just you don't bet against the United States of America. Uh, We are a nation of dreamers and doers. And that proved out. Uh, I was watching on Sunday, uh, 60 Minutes, uh, they had an interview with Pfizer CEO uh, Albert Borla, and most people don't realize that uh, his company was one of the few companies that did not take money from the government to develop a vaccine. And I love that. <laughs> I love that uh, he said, no, we, we got this. We can do this. And uh, he shared something on this interview that I wanted to share with you because I think it's a great framing for what we're talking about in this segment today. I believe in the power of science. I believe in the power of the private sector. And I believe in the miracles that science in the private sector can do for mankind. I love that. I believe in the power of science. I believe in the power of the private sector. And I believe in the miracles that science in the private sector can do for mankind. And that is what we have seen with this vaccine. Uh, incredible scientists and businesses. Uh, he was taking about a $2 billion gamble that he had the right stuff, that his people had the right stuff and would be willing to do the hard stuff to make it happen. Uh, that's a pretty big risk. <laughs> that's a That's a pretty big gamble. But he was so confident, so matter of fact about it. He didn't want to worry about the red tape of government. He didn't want to deal with all of the regulatory things going on. I was like, just let me innovate. Let's let the private sector do this. Let's let science do its job. 
Uh, and I love that because far too often, and not just on big things like pandemics, but we look to Washington for solutions for far too many things that we ought to be solving ourselves in our own neighborhoods and communities and our own states. Uh, that's where things are really at their best. Uh, but it is this idea of being dreamers, of having the right attitude and the right focus. And America does that ex- incredibly well. Uh, I think of Norman Vincent Peale. Uh, he said, any fact facing you is not as important as your attitude toward it, for that determines your success or failure. The way you think about a fact may defeat you before you ever do anything about it. You may be overcome by the fact simply because you think you are. So it's our attitude toward the facts that are way more important than the facts themselves. Uh, Facts are funny things. Uh, and while a good dose of reality is, is always important to keeping your goals grounded or keeping your plans firmly in place, whether they're personal, whether that's family, whether that's business, whatever it may be, uh, but we can't allow facts alone to drive our behavior and our actions. Uh, if facts always dominated the day, many of the great breakthroughs and break withs in our history wouldn't ever have happened simply because the facts probably suggested impossibility. And you can think of all kinds of things. Uh, bumblebees shouldn't really be able to fly given the, the makeup of their nature. Uh, computers shouldn't exist. Uh, life-saving medicines, as we've talked about with the pandemic, wouldn't be produced. Businesses wouldn't grow. Inventions wouldn't be created. Uh, even a lot of great music wouldn't be brought forward because the facts rarely tell the whole story. And while they are important, uh, Norman Vincent Peale was right. It's our attitude about the facts that determines our success or our failure. Uh, I remember reading one time there was a uh, a manager of uh, a football team, and he was confronted by the media with the overwhelming statistical facts regarding their seemingly impossible prospects of defeating their opponent. The manager paused for a moment, and then he responded, we choose to not focus on those facts as they do nothing to help us prepare mentally or physically for victory. In fact, we focused on the facts we would probably stop preparing and just forfeit the game. And then he finished, he finished this. He said, games are never won by facts or statistics. Games are won by players and by coaches who choose to believe that they have what it takes to win, regardless of the facts of the situation. Uh, I watched last night with my uh, son, Will, uh, a little uh, ESPN 30 for 30 uh, that we've watched a million times before about uh, Jim Valvano and the North Carolina State Wolfpack, their incredible, improbable, impossible Cinderella run uh, to win March Madness in the NCAA championship. Uh, On paper... Based on statistics and facts, they shouldn't even have shown up for the game. In fact, they showed on the screen some of the media accounts. Uh, One of the headlines in a prominent paper said, pray for North Carolina State tonight as they faced really the Goliath of Houston and Phi Slamma Jamma. Uh, They shouldn't even have played the game. They just should have handed Houston the trophy and it would have been over. Uh, But games are never won by facts or statistics. We're going to see that with BYU coming up tonight. 
Uh, it's going to be players. So it's your attitude towards those facts uh, that actually matters the most. The on-paper stuff uh, can get you into trouble. Just ask Apple or McDonald's or Southwest Airlines or Starbucks or uh, a host of other organizations that have done well. Uh, Robert Fulgham, great author, uh, he may have said it best uh, in what he called his storyteller's creed. Uh, he declared, I believe that imagination is stronger than knowledge, that myth is as potent as history, that dreams are more powerful than fact, that hope always triumphs over experience, that laughter is the only cure for grief, and love is stronger than death. And I think that's uh, true. We have to believe imagination is stronger than knowledge. Myth is as potent as history, that dreams are more powerful than fact. So it's a good question to ask. Are your dreams more powerful than the facts? Is your attitude towards those facts that you face in your life sufficient to carry you through, to help you accomplish and get where you really want to go? If not, why not? This is a good day for one of those little attitude adjustments towards the facts in our life so that we can create those dreams and create that future that we really desire. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL's Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.